0: Greetings. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 19 of the Legacy Drawing Board, the podcast experience and journey that wants you to build a stronger, more meaningful legacy by embracing good design principles. I'm your host, Ron Fong. As your host, it's my responsibility to connect with you, the audience, to understand what you want and to be able to deliver on that. We all have an innate need to be heard. But in these times, we're out of a pandemic, we might not be sure what what our message is. Or perhaps we don't like what our message is. The message may be that I'm scared. I'm confused. I don't know what to do next, which is all understandable. But even in times of uncertainty, if we embrace the the principles of good design, we can move forward. That's what design is there for, to have a plan and then to be able to execute that. And in this episode, I'll be talking about stones in the road. Stones in the road in the past were used to mark roadways to provide direction to travelers. Or people would gather stones together and build something, such as a monument or an altar. In each instance, whether it's to guide someone to a specific direction or to build a monument, you're saying something. There's a message that you want to deliver. And that's what happens in our lives. Each every word, every thought, word, and deed is a stone in a row for someone, for the people that will come after us. Perhaps someone who's following on our footsteps right now. And it's important for us to take the time to reflect on the roads travel and to examine on the road that we're heading towards. I suspect most of you have reached certain milestones in your life. Graduation, marriage birth of a child, a new job, promotion, perhaps even children leaving for college. Along the way, as you examine you know how you got there and where you're going to go from there, that's all part of your messaging. And it's important for us to examine our imprints, our footsteps, because that's what binds us and, and connects us as individuals. And the example I'll be using, or at least I'll be starting with, is the workplace office. And I have to preface this that as a boomer who's 60, I'm very used to starting my day at home, tr- hopping in my car and then driving to my office. And I know for many of you who are out there uh, younger than me or even at my age, you have options now uh, in, in the face of the pandemic, You're more virtual, more working for home. And I'd be interested to see, to hear from you as to what aspects about that appeals to you. Is that something you enjoy, and is that something going forward you think would be beneficial to you? The thing is that when I go to the office, our offices, are all the things uh, we have on our wall and our desk. They say something. Those are our stones on the road to begin with. Even when we're not there, when someone passes by our office, they'll see something about us and they'll get an idea of who we are. I share uh, my next, my neighbor uh, in the office. Is our business development director and he and I over the course of four plus years have gotten to know each other and we consider each other friends now in the beginning we would notice what's on our desk and that would start conversations what's on our desk and what's on our walls it's very common to have pictures of your family on the walls I got to know a little bit more about his family and that provided me with context uh, whenever he would talk about his family whether it's the upcoming family vacation or what they were planning for a special event but he was also he's also a avid and a very good wildlife photographer and got to know a little bit more about him for his trips whenever he would go to the mountains or when he would go to the ocean and each picture would convey a message about who he is and on his desk he's a uh, he's a big red sox fan there's a little uh, something I forgot what it was that had Boston Red Sox on it and we shared many things because of our age or from our backgrounds our age our interest in sports but by tapping into those stones on our roads we were able to develop a deeper sense of friendship and trust this came about uh, in terms of two circumstances the first one was when his wife uh, had knee surgery and I visited her uh, when she was the day after her operation, and subsequently she went home. The following day, she developed some dizziness, and he called me, and he asked for my advice. He called me because he trusted me, and his trust came about from an incident that he saw, uh, saw a while back. There was a time in our office when there was, uh, our offices are right down the hallway from the lab uh, where you get blood drawn. And there was a child there who couldn't have been more than eight and nine who was crying very loudly and just could not be consoled by his mom, as as you would understand And most people don't enjoy going to the lab to have their blood drawn. I went over there to see what I could do. And I recall from my days of treating children and the pediatric rotations that if you could distract a child, uh, it could be helpful, but still get information. You could... Very easy to do. What you do is take a small piece of paper, crease it, pinch it on the sides, and then put your index finger in the middle of the crease, and it becomes basically a very uh, on-the-spot uh, puppet or you know, for ventriloquism. And I was able to conduct the interview with the child as to what was wrong, what he was feeling by using that. So I would manipulate it, and it would talk, and I wasn't trying to hide my lips or anything like that. But that got the child interested in terms of the little piece of paper that was talking. Soon he was able to stop crying, and he was we were able to talk through why it was important for him to get the blood draw, that yes, it would sting a little, but afterwards it wouldn't last, and that would be very helpful for his health. And people were concerned about his health, including his mom. Afterwards, I gave him a little piece of paper, showed him how to do it, and he was happy. My colleague remembered that. remember that moment he tells people about that, that he says, I really knew nothing about Dr. Fong as a a clinician because I'm in an administrative capacity right now. But he said that one moment I was able to see him and his skills and the fact that he has done this before. So I knew that he had the patient's best interest in heart and he knew what to do, how to work with patients. That was a stone in a road I left. I really wasn't thinking about it, I was just trying to help out a child and a mom, but he remembered that and by remembering that, he was able to trust me to ask for some very simple, straightforward medical advice concerning a loved one. In turn, my eldest son, my middle son, were in the process of interviewing for jobs and my colleague had worked as a recruiter and in other parts of business development. So he was very well versed in terms of the interview process, how to ask questions and how to make a determination of the value of an offer. Because I seen his pictures of his family and how he talked about his family, I could trust him in terms of giving value to, to younger individuals. And he was glad to do it. I had my sons talk to him and it was very, very fruitful. Again, by getting to know him, in terms of the day-to-day interaction, I was able to pick up on terms of the stones in the road that he left throughout throughout his corporate life, throughout his personal life, and, and vice versa. And this is something that I was able to again, you know, as a boomer, I'm used to that cadence, I'm used to that rhythm of going to the office and seeing people and being able to chew, you know, chew the fat, chew the breeze. And people have conversations that in and of itself may not seem like anything, but they lead to something like links in a chain or stones in a row. They lead to something. They say something. And they, after a while, it becomes a unifying message. And that's what I get out of you know, going to the office. The other example is a home example. My neighbor, my neighbor George, is very generous and very handy, I'm mechanically inclined which I'm very grateful for. Every time our fence would fall or need repair, he would initiate it, get their supplies and so forth. And he had the tools and the know how to do it. Believe me, I I couldn't do it. And whenever we say we worked on it together, he probably did 75 to 90% of it, uh, if not more. But every time I, I look at the fence now, I think of George. I think of the qualities of him being a good neighbor, a good friend. And his willingness to help out and do more than his share of work. And that's who he is. The fence is his stone in the road, is his message. And it's a daily reminder for me that uh, I'm very grateful to have a neighbor such as him, a friend such as him, because of his generosity. And we do that, our interactions. We not, may not be mindful of it, but that's where the legacy building comes in is to be mindful of our thoughts, our words, and our deeds. Because they impact people and they give them a message. Now the key is, is the message that we are conveying is that the one we want to convey. And that's why it's important for us that while we're busy doing so many things, uh, going to work, trying to keep up with the demands of work, trying to pay your bills, take care of your kids, uh, chauffeur them to events, whatnot, so many things that are going on in life, you're busy living, you're busy doing, is that it's important, just as important, to take time and stop and reflect and examine. Examine the steps that you have taken. uh, Examine the path that is ahead of you. And is this Is this where you're meant to be? Is this where you want to go? And be mindful, you are laying down stones for others. Are these stones going to be helping people guide them to where they want to be? Will they even transport them to where they want to be? And will they provide hope? In these uncertain times, it's really important that we remain hopeful. This is a saying that I've heard many times. It's not attributed to me. I hope it doesn't sound hackney. We can live three weeks without food, three days without water, three minutes without air, but we cannot live three seconds without hope. The stones in the road is our encouragement and hope part of your legacy. I certainly hope so. On another note, this is a team-building exercise using stones or using rocks. I like this because it's something that's tangible. It really is. It's literally the stone in the road. What you do is you collect a bunch of rocks, small ones, uh, maybe, I don't know, about two inches in diameter, perhaps, two or two, three inches. What you do is you pass them out in your next group meeting or your team-building exercise You give everyone a Sharpie. Then you ask them, please write down a virtue that you want to impart to someone. It could be hope, love, persistence, faith, whatnot. Give everyone sufficient time to do it. Then collect all the rocks into a container, mix them up, and then pass the container around and ask everyone to take one of the rocks out and read the word. Then the person who wrote that particular word steps comes for it explains why they chose that word and what they want to impart on that individual. This is an exercise to remind us of the importance of connecting with each other and of encouraging each other. And, and, And also reminder that we are leaving stones in the road for people. And to be sure that we are leaving the message when they pick it up. To leave the message that we want to leave. Again, I'm prefer- I, I want to make sure that this is in a context that I'm someone that's what works for me in terms of going to the office. And I know there are a lot of dynamics going forth uh, in terms of people returning to work and so forth. Be very interested to hear from others as to how they view their work dynamics, whether the hybrid, bl- uh, hybrid blend going to the office or working exclusively from home. What does that mean and how does that uh, impact, how does that direct your messaging for your legacy? This is being recorded on May 6th, Uh, graduations are just right around the corner. The next episode will be to discuss if your legacy were a commencement speech, what would it say? Please send your comments to my email address. That's rfong at truenorthshepherding.com. Comments in terms of what's, what, what's your messaging, with your stones in a road. Comments about the format of the podcast, ideas for episodes. I'm on the verge of having guests and I hope to incorporate that very shortly. Until next time, please take, give your uh, legacy the attention and time it deserves Because when you do, we all benefit from it. Thank you.